Welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. This is a special edition. Uh, we've drawn this one in, obviously because we've got a new boss. We've lost a boss, got a new boss. Pictures are out and there's lots of things going on around the club. So we thought we might uh, have a quick little update. Gareth's trying to get his, his mints out or something there, <laughs> rustling in the background. Anyway, and we've changed venues tonight. We're at the Springfield pub, so as this podcast goes on, you might notice a few slow words coming towards the end and we'll all get uh, a little bit feisty, no doubt. Anyway, we've got a, a crowd round, round the table. We've got myself, Barry, got Meg. How you doing, Meg? Evening, chaps. How are we doing? Very well, thank you. What's an answer for everybody? We've got Dan. Are you doing, Dan? I'm all right. Yeah, it's been a while. It has been a while. You've not been here since ooh, September, That's October. September, yeah. Bloody mm-hmm. hell! I've been there since we last had a match report on the podcast. It seems you did, yeah, yeah. And that was Paul. You were. How are you doing, Paul? I'm all right. Cheers. Good stuff. Greg, you've been playing golf. Yeah, yeah. How did you go on? Awesome. We drew. Yeah. Yeah. Ruined a lot. Me, me, me Paul, got to last hole and we both completely messed it up. I got on the green for one and then managed to like, put in about four or five. And Paul, very similar. Awful. Right, well, that was, uh, that's the other Paul. How are you doing, Paul? Good evening. Good stuff. And we've got Gareth. Hello there. Hello. And Dan. Evening. Evening. <laughs> We can't mess with him because he's uh, a newly qualified doorman. You didn't know that, did you? No. no. Hopefully, it will be in a week. Well, in a week, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't don't do anything drastic because he'll have your arm up your back and out through the door before you can uh, set get stuffed. No comments. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. We've got an agenda for this evening. So the first thing on the agenda, I'm just going to throw it open to the floor, and it's Roberto Martinez leaving it on what we all thought of that. Anybody care to start us off? Well, I was sad. Simple as that. I, I, I felt, apart from the elephant in the room, which obviously is Mr. Whelan's retirement at some point, and all the backing that you've potentially got from him as a person going out the window as, as he hands the money over to somebody else, um, I felt with Roberto, because he was such a whole club um, focused person rather than just first team, I felt there was a chance to sort of lift everything up level by level and, and build a dynasty and I just think that's gone now uh, well I was I was a bit uh, a bit a bit sad to see him go but I've, I, I actually believed it was his last season anyway I've always felt that this season it go whatever we did and I thought it was a nice thing that we won the FA Cup it's just a pity that we got relegated as well <laughs> I think the relegation factor. <coughs> I think the relegation was the factor in why he left because I think being the FA Cup holders and um, staying in the Premier League give us that European thing. It was a wonderful stage for him. Yeah. And I think uh, he couldn't really do it from uh, the Championship. So the people who say that he left us in the shit, although I don't hundred percent agree, I can see the point of view because we're relegated with a quite a large influx of players leaving the club some with uh, obviously some, some fancies still playing in the Premier League so there might be people coming in to, to buy those players Can anybody name a manager that hasn't left and left the club in the shit of the ro- leaving of their own volition? Well he has because United aren't going to be as good when he's not there They call it the shit though <laughs> but, but in, in, in There's a difference between years, being champions and being a division down isn't there which is well, what we've done yeah, but I, I mean, you won't see United be champions this year. There's a couple of ways you can look at it. I mean, yeah, he's left us in the shit, or we got relegated, you know, we've got half a squad now. But 
the fact of the matter is, we're Wigan going to be in the Premier League for God knows how many years? Probably not. Well, we have been though, haven't we? Been yeah, for eight years. Yeah, no, but we're probably not. We're never going to be a club that was going to be the size of it. You can <coughs> decades like an Everton can. So the the way you, it's the way you got relegated as well. If we got got relegated and say with Steve Bruce's side, with some of the ways that those players were on, we could have gone into ruin. But because of what Martinez has done, the, that side to him, you know, I think was, you know but sustainable. And we can we can fight our way back up, which we may not have done if we were going down with such big wages. So that's one good side of it. I suppose. But um, how many clubs actually keep the manager when they do get relegated? That to it as well. How many try and keep the manager but lose him anyway? I don't think I've never seen that before. <laughs> weird that one but I think that was um, that, that in, in itself is a bit of a compliment to Roberto as a saying like well thank you very much for what you've done but let's be realistic we have got relegated mm. and I think that's why his leaving has not been as painful as if we were staying up in, uh, in Europe I think it's inevitable anyway I think he would have stayed up it's, it's been not painful to some people, aren't it? Some people find it like, very oh, painful. Yeah, you just have to get over it. I mean, Greg's saying there about um, we're not equipped to compete in that league, and that was something that was very evidently on the agenda of Roberto and Jonathan Jackson. You know, trying to pull school kids in to, to sort out the next generation of fans, doing what they can <laughs> to give good season ticket deals to to improve that fan base and that infrastructure and you know the fact that they appreciated that's what they needed to do you know hopefully Owen Coyne will just I'll, I'll just follow that on I mispronounced that I said Owen Coyne Owen yeah, Coyne well, probably you sweat <laughs> yeah. yeah well it was he's not getting much coin is he apparently not a joke, not a joke in here unless he gets us promoted yeah well that's one good thing isn't it? we've not got a joke in here sat above his head so. <laughs> right, so Roberto is gone anyway. So thank you, uh, adios, amigos. That's it, it's gone. So let's move on. So we did move on, didn't we? Owen Coyle, Owen Coyle's appointment. Paul's just uh, taking a big swallow though because we've mentioned Roberto's gone. Very sad. Can we get a call? Right, so so uh, the rigmarole of appointing came uh, around, and we had, and yeah, they ended up a straight choice in it between McLaren and and Coyle. We believe that's the way. But it you is. forgot Coyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, I, I, Owen Coyle seems like a really decent guy, but he wasn't everybody's first choice between those two, were it? And he, I think he's facing a little <laughs> bit of a backlash because of that, especially on the message boards and and Twitter and that. It's, some of the things have been a little bit. Look a bit embarrassing. <coughs> yeah, but you're only, in man football management. You're only as good as your last post, then. And uh, what did he do? What was his, what was the last great thing he did? Well, this is the thing everybody's saying. Well, if you if you ignore the spell at Burnley, he's done really well. But you can say about any manager if you ignore the bad bits on his CV. Yeah, they look great. You know, so I don't think that's a, that's a particularly valid point. I mean, I have to say personally, I was distinctly underwhelmed by pretty much everybody even tenuously linked to, to the job and everybody got worked themselves up to a bit of a lather about the, the two Man United backroom fellas but not a single one of the guys on the, on the shortlist I thought were particularly were particularly exciting appointments and unfortunately I think we've gone for what could be construed as a cheap option well, it's not about construing it as a cheap option it is a cheap option I think that adds to your being underwhelmed Normally, a club you would expect a club that's coming out of the Premier League or, or going looking for a manager to go poaching one. 
not go looking for somebody that's uh, that's you know busy doing his garden. But even then, I mean, the, the names who were already in um, in a job that were linked were. I mean, they were hard. I don't think they were particularly worth the amount of money that people were, were banding around for compensation. I mean, Gus Poyet no. was one that everybody seemed to quite like. I mean, it was a, it was a guardian leave under investigation, <laughs> something that seems right. relatively serious, you know. So, and the amount of money that Brighton probably wants releasing from his contract, I think it'd be, I don't think it'd be money well spent. Um, and then you, you've got to look at managers who are already at clubs. Would they look at Wigan and think, you know what, yeah, I'm going to leave and take a risk on a team that's that's just been relegated from the Premier League has lost probably two or three of the best players automatically probably one of two or three of the best players are likely to be linked away they've got 54 games minimum this season and they're expected to get straight back up is that a job that I want mm. and is that, is that stress and, and work that I want to make for myself or should I stay in the job that I've already got and I don't think that you'd find that a huge number of people would find the Wigan job particularly attractive who aren't already Unemployed. Fifty applicants, though. So it was. was. No, but I mean, yeah, I think how many? Yeah, how terrible. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If, if you've got fifty applicants, no, I, and the I, best I, one was Owen Coyle. I'd like to know who's on. I'd like yeah. to, to know who's beaten. Who's beaten? I think McLaren was a really good one. I think. I think he's got a lot more stronger points than Coyle, but he's had probably quite a few more failures as well. Um, but I think there was only a few maybe on that list that you'd have looked at and I thought, yeah, they did a decent job. I wasn't over impressed with Mike Phelan. Renny Newlandstein, I was impressed because of what other, some of the players say, but to, even though he was close to getting the job, I just think well, the, the media just didn't uh, <coughs> give us. There's a huge, huge difference between coaching a team and managing a team. Yeah, and there's only managerial <laughs> spell. You probably have to get a director of football with, like someone like Joe Kinnear or someone who knew what they were doing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But why, why was Phelan in the position he was in Manchester? He was he basically, he, if you look at the coaching there set up at Man United, he was he was the British face of that team. Mm. He, he could stand in front of a camera yeah. instead of Fergie. He was the deputy BBC interviewee, wasn't he? Yeah, that doesn't right. mean he's a good manager, though. I mean, no, he no. was right for Man United at yeah. yeah, that exactly time. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean to say he'd be good for Wigan, mm. but in the same same vein, him and Mullenstein as a package. Yeah. I thought, well, that might be interesting. But feeling, well, it's great. He's been lost, oh, the last few years. He was following around for about the ten years previous to that. Gary Megs. <laughs> That's very underwhelming, isn't it? That's a, that's a, that's a good point, I think. That's a very good point. It's like you know, if he's given me Megs for the vast majority of his career, you know, is, is he right to go into management if he's not got the bread yet? Mm. I don't know. But Mullenstein himself is. I mean, he's about two relatively lengthy employee spells. Around his time at Man United, were after he left the Qatari FA working with Urquhart, didn't get offered a managerial job, went back to Man United, lured away by Bromby, was dreadful there, and then crawled back into Man United without any managerial job offers coming yeah. towards him. So that made me think, you know, maybe he's not all as cracked up to be. There's plenty of great coaches, don't always make great managers. Yeah. Just talking about the the people who were on the shortlist, I think it's important to remember. Dave Whelan sat down with every single one of these. He's looked into the whites of their eyes, and you know they've told him the blueprint for the future. Say what you like about Whelan; he knows his football. And Owen Coyle apparently was the outstanding candidate. And you've got to take Whelan's, you know, word for that. He's, you know, he's been right a lot more times than he's been wrong. And talking about being the cheap option, but you know, sixty million pounds dropping out the Premier League. And Dave Whelan said it's the top priority to get back. Is he going to put someone in who he doesn't think can do the job to save a few quid? I don't. Th he hasn't got to where he is by 
penny pinching, you know. I agree I, with you though, Paul, definitely. But why therefore? As he'd give him a two-year target, mm. but only give him a one-year rolling uh, contract. Yeah, a lot. Now that puzzles me. Yeah, a lot of managers are on rolling contracts now. I know Ferguson, for one, for the last ten years was on a rolling contract. It's just that's the way contracts are written at the moment. You'd be surprised if you Google you, rolling contract. You probably. Kenny Jackson had a rolling year contract. You probably find that on a rolling contract, because you're cheap to sack, you probably get. A higher weekly wage or, or monthly salary. I think, I think it's here. the right option. If, you, if you've yeah, got a short term goal, which we have, it's to get promotion. Whereas we're in the Premier League, the long term goal was to sustain ourselves. So you need someone with a, a long, a longer contract. So they, you know, they know what we've got. We don't want to call it. If he's got, you know, if he's on course, say we're top 10 this year, and we might think, well, we might get promoted next year, then yeah, we'll give him another year and then review it next year. So I think it's the right option myself. The thing about a rolling contract, you're always a year away from the end of your deal, aren't you? It doesn't go year on year. It's every day you turn up for work, you're a year away from the end of your contract. Now, Alan Pardew signed an eight-year deal last year, and there's no way he's going to get eight years' money. He's probably It's probably written into his contract he gets six months' pay out or whatever. So it's not necessarily, I have only got faith in you for one year. That's just the way I think contracts are written at the moment. I wouldn't read too much into that. Last thing, Pep Guardiola's just signed the first non-rolling contract of his entire career so even the best of it mm. oh so Owen Coyle then I would say he's faced a bit of bit of, um, bit of a backlash from some quarters uh, which I think has been unfair really because of like, personal attacks on right, a, a guy who com- comes across as a genuine bloke well, that's because yeah. yeah. Phillips just looked well, at yeah, the fact yeah. he's from Bolton yeah, or, or come from Bolton yeah. does that matter? Just no, bring it I, out there I mean, no. we look at Ali Al Habsi, one of our Scott best Green. players in the last two or three years. Yeah. If anything, they use it as a stick to beat Bolton with, don't they, with the Ali chance? Yeah. You know, it's well, can, can, well, can, can absolutely guarantee that will be yeah. if Coyle took us up. Coyle if, championship. if Coyle took us up, he's the one who took us up and took Bolton down. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't get any better. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> He'll be for me. He does that. But having said that, I missed playing Bolton last season. You know, I, I, I miss them being in the Premier League with us. There is there's a, a historical rivalry, but it's not as intense as it possibly should be because no. they've not played each other much in recent times. Yeah. So it's not like you know. But it's nice. It's, it's nice. Nice. The closest club to us being in the same division, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, look at me. Look at those last the closest years. club. All the bloody closest clubs are in the same division now, except Preston. <laughs> I Preston. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like me to look at the positives, really. I mean, <laughs> but. I think you understated a bit, Dan in particular talking about going for the cheap option. I think realistically, Mr Whelan's looked at these players, looked at these managers, interviewed them and said he's the most outstanding candidate. Um, not sure that what his contract is, that's so important. But he did a fine job at Burnley, got Burnley into the Premier League and, and looked at one point as though we're going to keep them in there. At Bolton, I've got some of his history at Bolton here, he signed some brilliant players. Yeah. He did sign some yeah. brilliant players. So if he does that for Wigan Athletic, then I think you know. Well, Bolton, Bolton were so close to surviving the year they went down as well, and, and they should have survived. Yeah. The one, the it was one only for cheating Peter Crouch and John Walters and uh, a, a dodgy management decision. Stuart Wilshire. This is the one thing that does worry me about. Really? I went to school with a lad who was a Bolton fan, and. I mean, a lot of the players we signed who turned out to be successful were loan signings. And he, he has said that a, a quite a few of the players we brought in permanently haven't really worked out and they've, they've spent quite a bit of time shifting them. Um, and as well, the only problem that he raised was the fact that it seemed like when he came in, he did that classic new 
manager thing of you know getting everyone g'd up like doing the, the Paolo de Canio nonsense and that sort of carried them through for a while but as soon as that wore off results started to dip again but gradually went back towards Hollywood before he was appointed and it, that's the only thing that will worry me about him he might he comes across to me as being one of their managers who is good at motivating and all that sort of thing but maybe once that stops working maybe he doesn't know what to do so yeah, we, we might see short term game but it might not work out that's, that's where the rolling contract comes in if it, you know, if it does start wearing off then you know yeah. but you know he's, he's not even, we're not even kicked up home really, oh yeah so exactly it's something to judge him from that but he's got you know no, I, I think, I think there, there was a couple of telling comments I listened to the interview that Paul Chelton did with him uh, and there was a couple of telling comments in there for me. One was he appears to have learned um, with what took Bolton down. Not so much actually taking him down, but the fact that there was a massive hangover because of it. Uh, and, and he was talking about negative atmosphere going through the club and how, how that, you know, you've got to nip that in the bud and deal with that. And that was a good point. And the other point that he, he made that I thought, aye, aye, was. Um, he mentioned about the infrastructure at, at, at Wigan being great and fantastic and, and how the infrastructure is all in place and it's a well-run club and you think, yeah, you go back to what we were saying earlier about the training ground you think, right, okay, you're, <laughs> you're not going to be pushing for that and I think that's one of the boxes he's ticked quite heavily with the, with the chairman yeah. when he's been interviewed. He's also said, didn't he, that he's tried to sign three, three of our current squad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was trying to work out who you were. Well, I, I, I assume Gary Caldwell, possibly. No, no, um, not Gary Caldwell. If you know, don't say. <laughs> MacArthur. MacArthur, yes. Yeah, Sean Maloney. No, uh, not Sean no. Maloney. Who am I thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> Albert Crusack. No. Oh, so that's <laughs> where he's been. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it was uh, MacArthur, not MacArthur. Yeah. MacArthur, that's what I meant. So well, the, yeah. two, the two Jameses. <laughs> And then obviously the other one. The third one was a shock. Yeah, it was a shock. Yeah. Yeah. It was a shock. Ben Watson. Ben Watson when he was at uh, yes, Palace. Palace. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I noticed when he, well was, when, he was, <laughs> when he was doing that. He playing with the squad. <laughs> um, when he was doing that, he was, he was basically name checking an awful lot of the team. And he played with Jason Scotland. And yes, I, I was. Um, well, you've not mentioned that because it's, uh, you know. I was quite surprised when he was name checking the team. There was two names that he missed out. I, I thought I'd have, I'd have had mentioned there. One was Aruna Coney, which he didn't mention. And I thought, does that mean he's on his way? Um, and the other one that he didn't mention was Ivan Ramish, who potentially is down to fitness. Mm. But you, you might sort of say, oh, I just found, you know, I hope he's fit because he was a good player. Um, so you don't know whether there's anything going on there or not. They were the two that. Despite my suspicion, yeah. I tell you what I did like with Coyle though, which you don't, you didn't really get with Martinez. Was all he was, all he was talking about was keeping players we don't need to sell, yeah. we don't need to sell, it. and we've not heard that for a while. And I know, realistically, we were never going to keep everyone, but he does genuinely want to keep the squad together. Yeah, I think talking about Coney, I'd, we'd, we'd like to keep everybody, wouldn't we? But mm. he, if I had to write a list of players who were likely to leave he would be bang at the top because he's 29 years old does he want to play in the championship for a year we're not going to get if he stays in the championship his resale value is only going to go down yeah. he's probably one of the top earners I would say that's probably one of the, the more likely ones but Ramis obviously 
one of the best things about him is he's injured. He's probably not going to be fit until the end of the transfer window. So, so if he's going to go, it'll be January. We'll get half a season with him. And <laughs> hey, for top of the league in January, yeah, you know, of course, you know, with him being captain, no, as need, well. no need to sell. I don't I want mean, to be top of the league in January because <laughs> in that division, if if you go out flying, you drop off. Yeah. It's the teams that. Oh, I'm old. Yeah. Well, they went off the boil though, didn't they? Sunderland did it as well. We went up. I think yeah. it's Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea were top four. It's all that. Then it's about quality. You know, you've got you've got to have the quality to do that. And Cardiff were the best team, man for man. I still to this day don't think that our 2005 team was the second best team in that division. It was just the energy that they had to get them up. Mm. Right. Anyway, uh, we're, we're drifting away. It's still talking about Owen Coyle. I mean, first to say. He's, he's, uh, everybody's not going crazy over the appointment, but um, you've got to give the guy a chance. Well, I think with his yeah, interviews, yeah. we were saying earlier that there's one or two clowns that had a go at him before he's even yeah. like, took his coat off. I think with the interviews, he'll have turned a lot of people around and a lot of people will give him a chance off the back of that enthusiasm and hope so. what he was hope saying. So. I just hope he's found a, uh, some, some of shorts to wear in the. <laughs> In the uh, on the side of the pitch, Susie Rocks up wearing shorts. What's worse is he wears shorts and then football socks, but pulled all the way up. He really wears shin pads. Most ridiculous look for a forty-odd-year-old man. Think I've ever seen. Well, he's buying some tracksuit bottoms. Dead. He's manager of Wigan Athletic, and I reckon we should get behind him and give him a crack. I reckon we should. We should all wear the same socks. Yeah, with our socks pulled up. Some people actually do to games. There's, there's an argument that it looks ridiculous, but then there's a it's account. Not it does. Account for the argument that turning up for work to kick a ball around a muddy field, you wear a suit. No, no, but he's not kicking a ball in well, the field, is he? He's standing outside of a muddy field and shouts at some lads kicking a ball. Nah, you need a suit yeah, for nah. that, don't you? No, that's ridiculous. It's all tongue cheek. It's all tongue cheek. That is. I don't think anyone yeah. seriously. I don't want him as manager because he wears shorts and socks. <laughs> although, I think you know, it's, that's just something you take the Mickey out of before. We, people took the Mickey out of the way Martin has used to do his hand movements. It's mm. just and his, uh, his brown shoes. His brown shoes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just because Carl's chairman of the AKW and uh, you know, <laughs> full kit. Oh, 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 oh right, yeah. <laughs> Wanderers. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Anyway, I was what I was going to mention about uh, Owen Coyle was: have we any idea who his backroom staff's going to be, or possibility, or because he's been around? Adrian he seems to have uh, lose his last assistant, man, to Bolton. Sandy. Coxmig. Stuart ring a bell. I should know that, and he's the he's my Scottish lad called Sandy. I think it's Sandy Stewart. He's going to be the one you're talking um, to. Only yeah, Stephen Davis was one of his coaches. Mm. I, I would I would expect him to bring quite a few of them, but the holdups obviously we don't know who's going to be following Roberto to Everton. There's compensation, and so I think until that gets sorted, obviously yeah. he can't make any appointments. But when, when are they back? The the first team squad? Uh, they're back. He said today three or four days earlier than they were going to be. Yeah. So I think it's right at the beginning of July. So, so we've less two, than a couple of weeks. Yeah, so ten days, isn't it? Not sorted out quite. Yeah, going to enamour himself with a with a first team player, isn't it? Yeah, your holiday's just been cut short by four days. <laughs> well, it needs to be though, doesn't it? Because I think that's a yeah. Premier League return. Yeah. That one, we're we're in a different division now because we start on third of August, don't we? Yeah, I don't think yeah. I'll be in the internationals though. I think they're you know, like sort of yeah. They've got extra time, yeah. yeah. Cones and yeah, Espinosas and stuff. But we're chief of internationals, aren't we? So we're in the only three plays back. Yeah. <laughs> Coney actually played in the internationals. Oh, they yeah. all the squads. Yeah. yeah. No, he's he's not played, played, was it? Yeah. Right, talking of. Uh, 
of uh, the close season. Friendlies, what friendlies have we got? Anybody heard any friendly details or anything nailed on? We've got there's Oldham two, away, haven't we? There's two confirmed, isn't there? Malcolm away and Oldham away. Yeah, there's a track up to Germany, isn't there, as well? With two games in Germany. Oh, yeah. a cracking day in the sun. Not so much Oldham, but Malcolm, yeah. Malcolm will be lovely, yeah. yeah. I'm away on holiday then, though, so I'm not going to go to that. That was the game, the first game we played after Martinez had signed for us was Morecambe away and the three amigos when they came in 95 and they didn't play but I went up for that one. What was the score? Uh, it was it another piece, 1-0, 2-0, I, I don't know, go on tell us. I have absolutely no idea. That takes Paul Rowley in though. Well he knows everything doesn't he, <laughs> Paul Rowley. You go up to Morecambe though, got to try pie because they're one of the best pies in the football yeah. league again, in his third year in a row. And they're, re- they're really, really good. I, tr- I tried some a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. They can sell. They're, they Still are got a bit of cross right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're very, very good. Still licking his lips, isn't he? <laughs> yes, Why does the conversation always turn to pies on the <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, that's a good thing. Jesus, though, bloody issue. Championship. The pies in the championship are far better than the championship. So that's one thing I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> so with you, with you. You know, you step down in your I don't food. think the press banqueting facilities are uh, no. equal to the Premier League. Your three-course meal and your free exactly. bar at Arsenal, I think. When we went to Huddersfield, though, they put the prices up because the Wiganers are in town. Was that on Mac? No, it was no, Macclesfield. That was Macclesfield, wasn't it? I remember you whinging at Macclesfield. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I used to run out of as well. <laughs> yeah, because Huddersfield were, were giving, giving them out cheaper, weren't they? At the end of the game, they were selling them off cheaper. That was it, yeah. That was a nice time. Yeah, I don't know. Right. A little section here, what we've got uh, next is potential transfer targets. Um, luckily enough, we've got Dan with us at the moment, who mm. this is his area of expertise. He likes to, every year, every yeah. transfer winner, to have a, a delve into it and look at who we yeah, might be signing. around. Yeah, so have you got any any, uh, any potential players? Anybody, sh- you know, what you've seen in the news? Uh, anybody? Uh, that you think might, you know, might, might be a target for Owen Coyle? Um, well, I know mean, he's got a great record with Lawnees. I've thought for a while, uh, no matter what division Wigan were in, that Nick Powell would probably be coming our way. Um, I don't know what his relationship's like with, with David Moyes, but I can't see him getting first team at United. Um, so I think, you know, I think Doncaster have been credited with an interest. I'd like to think that we're going to be slightly ahead of Doncaster, given we'd be giving him European experience. Um, I think he'd be a He'd be a good signing. Um, you need joking here, don't you? He can open the door to any manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, I mean the, the bonus of being in the Championship is that being a step, a step down from the Premier League, there's a hell of a lot of free transfers about. The contract's coming to an end. Um, I think the two most obvious ones for me, with two lads who were at Burnley, um, Martin Patterson, who's a, who's a striker, also does play wide, but I think he's left Burnley because he wants to play through the middle. So is he a free, free, free? They're, all, they're all free agents, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a good, he's a good little player. He's, he's not scored that many goals. He's been in the shadow of Stephen Fletcher and then Charlie Austin as well. Well, isn't it not Patterson? Is it? what? He must be late twenties now. I think no, I think he's only about twenty-four. Is it? He's, he's started pretty young. Um, so I'll be surprised if he's not if they're not even if you're not thinking about him, especially because De Santos cleared off. Um, and probably the most obvious one is um, Chris McCann, who was at Burnley. Was he the skipper? I think he was for a while. He's, he's missed most of last season with a knee injury, I think. But every time I've seen him play, I've quite liked him. He's, he's, he's got a good, uh, got good foot on him. He scores quite a few goals. Um, and especially if McCarthy leaves, I'll, I'll be amazed if he's not the first one through the door. He's a, he's a really good, good, um, good player. Right. Um, but outside of that, there's like Danny Simpson's on a free again. We nearly signed him in January. He was on the train down, apparently. 
Yeah. Or whether he wants to move down a division. Not he's going to London Club now, is it? Yeah. Well, he's a good player, you know, we've got a, probably a vacancy at right back as well. Um, but I mean, outside that, you can be as, as ambitious as you like with a couple of players who are picked out from a couple of European leagues. Who well, I've seen us linked in the press recently with two players uh, from from the Championship. One line at Borough. Uh, Reese Williams. Reese Williams, yes. yeah. Uh, and a, a lad from Forest as well. Lewis McGugan. Lewis McGugan, them two, yeah. He think. scores a lot of goals, McGugan. Right. Spectacular ones at that. Yeah. Only guy I've ever seen him where he's not put one in from about 40 yards. Right. But he's a good, he's a good player. What, is he a midfield lad? He is, yeah. yeah. He's, he's like more of an offensive midfielder. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's a good player and for free, you can't really turn to your nose No. Is, that, is that, he on a free? Um, yeah. What about the lad at Burham, Williams? No, he's, I think he's still under contract. Right. He's the skipper, isn't he? He is, yeah. Player of the season as well. Mm-hmm. Very highly rated. Quite versatile, though. He can play yeah. centre half, can play midfield. He's a good player, right. but I don't think he'll come cheap. No. There's that um, midfield lad from um, Oxford, isn't there? Shakespeare. Apparently, he's a really good playmaker. Can I just say that Can I just say that I just listened to the conversation now and we've mentioned all, all we seem to have mentioned is midfield. So I think our priority is to sort that defence out. I mean we've had an awful lot of people left yeah. from the defence, you know. Yeah. Also add to that managers coming in usually bring some of the previous players into the team, yeah. don't they? Anymore. Now, is Owen Coyle going to do that? We're going to have Burnley players and Bolton players. Who's his captain at Burnley? When was he man? When was when did he leave Burnley? Quite a long time. Right. Four years ago, isn't it? Yeah, four and a half years. So, he's got a Caldwell out at the start. Is that? He's just had a hip operation this week. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. He'll miss the start of the season. It's not a serious. So he's out. He needs a replacement. You heard double hip replacement. Mm-hmm. You had one, didn't you? Oh, you yeah, had, you had one a couple yeah. of years ago. Three years ago. This one's just a clean up, it's not a serious thing. Right. Uh, so we've, we've Cobbles out, Ramis is out. Yeah. Uh, Golabart's left. Yeah. Alcaraz is left. Figueroa's gone. Figueroa's gone. Left. Lopez is gone. Oh, that's Lopez, because he's gone to him. So that leaves us with. Just 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 on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Musto and Redmond, who've not renewed the contracts, have they? Yeah. We'll get after, we'll get so like I said, we need some defenders. Yeah, seriously, seriously. I think we'll see a lot of that Spanish right back Campa Badal this year. He'll be quite good yeah, when he's he on. Eduardo. Is he yeah. not um, due to renew a contract? So I think he's still. He looked quite. He was a big lad. He could play yeah. a bit too, didn't he? So the interesting thing will be. Um, Got the Sally for him, we'll see him do his English day or go, but also at home. Well, he's been trying to get rid of him for the yeah. past five years. It's a never ending saga, how much it? we How much we get from McCarthy, because I think that will literally be our transfer budget. So we need to hold out and get a good fee from McCarthy if he goes. Well, I'm, I'm not going to break any confidence, but I was talking to somebody at the. At the uh, the training ground when I was doing interviewing Sean Maloney, a member of staff at the Athletics, and he told me that they would accept nothing less than 15 million for the If you said that, yeah. But the best one is, as Paul, you want me to make your point for you? Yeah, all that you told me about Martinez. Paul, he said like you know Martinez has been banging on for ages, like he's worth 20 million, so yeah. Martinez comes in with anything less than well, that. Well, yeah. <laughs> But um, no, I think that will literally be probably our, our transfer budget. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much we hold out for and when we sell him as well. Because if we keep him to the end of the transfer window, you know, that money's just going to go to waste. And then until it's going to hold to hold till January. Go to waste. You still get to use him for 
Yeah. Well, we need signings, so we need signings by the 3rd of August, because that's when we kick off. Oh. That's a month. There's so many games yeah, right, yeah. next season. It's, I'm sure it's a minimum of 54, isn't it? With, um, 55 is minimum. So we've got you know, six yeah. European games as well. I, I think that's you, we probably need 10, 12, 15 yeah. players. Here. That's why they're not targeting before straight off. Well, they're talking about straight back up, but that's why they're talking about two years yeah. as well. Oh, we've always been talking a lot about wingers as well, hasn't it? Who wants to play with wingers? Yeah. wingers. There's another name then to throw in you are brought him up for years now, Vladimir Vice. He was a Vladimir Vice, yeah. He should have yeah, been yeah. relegated yeah. from Serie A with Pescara. Yeah. He was the crap. He went to uh, Bolton under Coyle. He, did, he was at Bolton yeah. under Coyle. He won yeah. under Coyle, it was the two years before. He was at Rangers under Coyle. He was brilliant at Rangers. He had a he had a medical with us two years ago, didn't he? And then did one. We did. You did? I know because I was told by I'm, I can't say again, can I? But it's breaking confidence. Well, we've got more scores than the scores in the Sky Sports, you Baz. Well, I'd look for bringing him because he's a really, really good player, really quick, very tricky. I think yeah. he'd, he'd destroy the championship. Whether he want to go from second, Man Man whether he want to go from a second division club to another second division club, I don't know. Another name. Coyle took Rio Miachi to Bolton mm. from Arsenal alone, and Rio's very keen to come back, so that might be yeah. something that they pursue. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. He, he scared yeah. us in a game at Bolton, didn't he? That was on the 11th of February, when, when we went to did the yeah. walk. Um, what about Angelo Enriquez? I was just going to mention him, well done for that. He's a great man's think alike. He said he'd come back. He's had two yeah, interviews yeah. I've seen where he's, one he said he don't want to come back because he never got played, yeah. and one saying, oh, I wouldn't mind it because he's first team football in England, so he need to make his mind. Who was the one who said he didn't want to come back to? Because the one who, the one who he said he, he wants to come back was to the local paper, so you know, think he might just No, not even that, I'm just saying you think he might. Yeah, judge his answer know. depending I on his audience. I can't remember where I saw it, but it was in one of the I think he might have a different answer for different media yeah. outlets, you see. So he, yeah. might, he has to keep his options open, doesn't he? I mean, if, he, if, if you might come to him and say, Oh, well, you're going on the end of the season, Hull want you and Wigan want you, you know, he'll probably go to Hull, he probably should come to Wigan because he's probably going to get more game time. Yeah. So I think we're all in agreement that we need players, don't we? Lots and we need them quick. We need half a squad. Otherwise, we'll all be playing. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> we'll all be FKWs, won't we? Running on that field. <laughs> right, talking of kits, we've got a new kit. What do we think of the new kit? Paul's shaking his head. I haven't seen it. You've not seen it? What is oh, it? It's blue and white. Is it red? Heart of Stripes. It's on the back page as far as Wigan Evening Post if Twitter as well. I feel the same way about the kit as I feel about the manager holding it really. It's a bit underwhelmed. Underwhelmed. Yeah. I mean look the the little tease what they did on the official website where it was just the corner. Yeah. See why they just showed that corner, because that looked quite nice. But as a whole it looks a bit like, you know, like Malaga Market knockoff type thing. I don't think the sponsor badge helps it. I don't. I, it's almost like they designed that and just slapped it on rather than look at what the what it's being, what's around it on the shirt. It's a little bit out of place. I'm not uh, a huge fan. Yeah. I, I think that detracts from both the shirt and from the sponsors. I think the sponsors lose out when when you get that. If you get something that really complements their logo, there's more sales and they do better off the back. I think with replica shirts these days, you get people who buy them and who don't buy them, regardless of what they look like. No, I, 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 I tend to buy more if it's a nicer one. Yeah. Not not like more copies, but you know, if there's like there's like home and away in a third kit, you might buy two out of three rather than one. I buy them off the five pound rail. 
Well, the first six teams that we play against uh, all play in red this season, so we'll be playing in our blue strip. So we don't need the away one until uh, we play Leicester away in September. But the first, the first sixteen we've got. Oh, that's interesting. Barnsley, United, Bournemouth, Doncaster, Borough, and Forest all that's play in red tops. When was the last time that happened? <laughs> Do you know, Barry? I have no idea. <laughs> I suddenly just jumped out. I out because I was just thinking about the away kit. There'd been no mention of that. No. Yeah. Ah, so. That's moving on nicely to the fixtures for the fixture list for the coming season. Um, the first thing I thought about this morning when it, when it, when I had a look was, God help us, there's a lot of games there, a lot of games. It's not only there's a lot of games, there's a lot of teams that are, all right, they're not Premier League teams, but they're half decent teams. Yeah. Look at the last ten games of the season. If we're, yeah. if we're pushing for promotion, we start off with Watford, QPR, Bolton, Leeds, Millwall. Then we've got Birmingham, Reading, and then we finish off with three lo- local derbies against Burnley, Blackpool, and Blackburn. That but Birmingham game's going to have to be rearranged yeah, yeah. it's on the FA Cup semi-final weekend, of course. Of course, yeah. yeah. Can't go eight months without going to Wembley, can we? <laughs> Man, they'll play Millwall twice as well. Yeah, you know, results going to stay. Of the 24 teams in the Championship, though, you could probably make a case for about 18 of them. You know, pushing for the top three places. Oh, yeah, at least for the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Last, last year, there was about 15 of them who could do either one with about five yeah, years yeah. to go. But, but having watched a few, a few championship games last season and watched us play against some championship clubs, the reason that was because they're all crap. But that's what I believe. The problem with that, though, is. We've, we've dropped down to their level. Yeah. No, we've lost half our team. We're not the same team. No, we're nothing like we have to rebuild now. Yeah. We have to rebuild. If we can keep this, you know, Malonian, Malonian McManaman, I think our attacking and will stay with him. But it's all about be, be building it from the back now. We've got to, we've got to get a whole new defence. Anyway, looking at the fixture list, any, any fixtures jump out at anybody? I and mean, on Boxing Day, we've got Birmingham and so, and New Year's Day, we're away at. It's a cracking Christmas, isn't it? Apart from the trip to Reading, you know, you've got two home games, trip to Derby on New yeah. Year's Day, really yeah. family friendly and good for the fans. Oh, I love that ground, Pride Park. It's a great ground. October the 19th. Bolton Wardrobe. Oh, that brings back memories, doesn't it, from yeah. the last time we went? Brill- both brilliant and awful memories <laughs> that in recent, <laughs> in recent times. Yeah. Uh, there is one which uh, I'll take this opportunity to mention. The 29th of March, we play. Away at Bolton Wanderers. It's a Saturday. Let's pray and hope that uh, the TV people don't jump in and change it to the Friday night because uh, we're going to do the walk for Joseph on the 29th of, of uh, March and we're going to replicate what we did for Emery in a couple of seasons back. So that's going to be in the pipeline and we'll start organising that from, 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 from now on. So hopefully we can get uh, at least 500 people to do that with us, at least. Yeah, I was just going to say, there's another fixture which you've completely forgotten about, and that's the Europa League final. And when's that? I have no idea. No. But we'd better <laughs> jot it down. Yeah, do you know where it is? It's in Turin, this is. Yeah, it's in Turin. So, we'll yeah, that one, then. Back end of it. <coughs> yeah, 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 sometime around that. I like that this is a serious discussion, by the way. Fair play. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I like the idea of Bournemouth being on a. Weekend. I tell you what, it's in sh- August. Away. Yeah. Like it's that. a shame that, like isn't it? No, no, it is. It's a great weekend to have it. But, and I think it would have been a really popular fixture. But for Barnsley away, I think a lot of want to go to that. And then the Community Shield, where people want to. You could do a week. You could go down to the, to Wembley to watch us play United. Spend a week on the south coast, 
finish it off with a, a game That's in his head, I can tell you. It's that. already up, man. Right, great advice to collide. We did that for the year when we played Chelsea. Then we stand for a bridge and then we went on the south course. Yeah, it's good, good. The Brighton one in February as well, That's uh, that's been ringed on my calendar. And the Oval one in November. Is that, is that where the modern ones <laughs> get yeah. better again in February, is it? February after. Right, so the thing that jumps out at us really is the fact that it's, uh, it's a rather daunting fixture list, would you say? There's a lot of midweek games, a lot of midweek games. Six more than we'd usually have as well with the Europa League. Oh, there was some live podcast in there. Oh, yeah, the potentially from nine Europe. games in December as well. That's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. The QPR away game on Tuesday in March is thanks very much to the fixture compilers for that. That's a nice. Well, that'll be shifted, won't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. We could be shifted. Assuming still in Europe. Could be around. March. <laughs> Actually, it's worth pointing out, Barry. There's little chance that that Bolton game will be brought forward to the Friday because we play on the Tuesday night at QPR. So, oh right, so that's good then. Spotted that, that's so well done. Let's just hope it doesn't get moved to the Sunday yeah. then. But it doesn't matter, does it? We can do it's it on the Sunday. Set, yeah. yeah so, right, we're talking about walks and and what other things and Joseph's goal. I understand there's a fans forum coming up. Absolutely. And that's going to be, uh, is that going to be for Joseph's goal? Yes it is, yeah, we were looking for to kind of do a, another fans forum after the Roberto one was so successful and so well supported and um, obviously, you know, ideal opportunity with a new manager coming in and I've spoken to Jonathan who has spoken to Owen Coyle who's absolutely keen as mustard to get involved, wants to meet the fans, wants to get his points across, you know, any fans want to come along and ask questions or just listen to the, the gaffer sort of outline the future. You know, get everyone singing from the same hymn sheet on the eve of the season. It's not confirmed yet. It'll probably be the week before the season. It obviously depends on any pre-season tours or any friendlies or something. But so we're looking at the last week in July. The last week of July, first week of August. Yeah, just before the big kickoff. So everyone come down to the DW and get ready for the new season. Right. So the, f- the first is actually on on a Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. So. First is the Thursday. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Can't count, can't. Can yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah. you know, should be a great one, that I think. You know, get the day. Will it be similar to the one that we did for the FA Cup final? Yes. Provisionally, there'll be, um, you know, obviously question and answer, get your chance to get your points across. Um, a return of the pie and piece up of that again is <laughs> unconfirmed, but obviously yeah. we'll look into that. and I don't know, we're looking for somebody to possibly provide a quiz. You could, you could do that, I guess. Step up and yeah, well. After the other one, you know. We enjoyed it last yeah, time, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you should invite the uh, winner of the last one, young Daniel Taylor, the Wigan Athletic Anorak. Well, he must be, for, he, he only got three, but he's wrong, and he's, he's only a pup of a lad. How the hell did he know all them? Uh, answers? Uh, Dally. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the great mobile phones, haven't they? Yeah. 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 So that's, that's excellent. That's excellent stuff. Right, any other business? Anything else anybody wants to mention before we, we wrap up? Yeah, um, is it true that Dr. Kukash is going to buy with you? <laughs> I enjoyed that. There were, there were, someone asked David Sharp, Wheeler's grandson, on Twitter about it. And he's like, who's. He's got to Kukash buying Wigan and Sharp just replied, who's he? <laughs> Who is it? Who is that? Oh God, yeah, well, we all know that. He bought, he bought Salford, and the whole idea was that if he, he thought he actually originally was buying the stadium as well, 
Mm. Um, but unfortunately not. The council understood it. Um, but we have one of my nieces is very good friends with his niece, and he's actually admitted he wants to buy a football club. Yeah. Now he's got more money than sense. He can. Uh, I, I think he could outsell uh, and buy Mr. Uh, Abramovich, actually, is that, is that well... He has, he has said, though, he has said, though, it's going to be in the next few weeks, it's looking to be a done deal, and I very much doubt it's us. No, it's, it's, it's Oldham. Is it? I thought yeah. it, it is no, rumoured to be Oldham. It's definitely Oldham. said he wants to take them back up So then we'll be able to stop calling us plastic lattics, then. They'll be in the yeah. same boat, then. Good mm-hmm. <laughs> one. But he's, he's a very forthright man who speaks his mind and openly uh, admonished all his staff on TV by referring to them as shit. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. <laughs> just what you need, isn't it? Yeah. Just what you need. Right, are we all going on all there then? Before the next one? I am. Don't know if I'm going yet, but I'm going somewhere. Nick, where are you nowhere. going? Nowhere. Shaking his head. Dan? Nowhere. Paul? Same as I usually go. Florida, same. Yeah, going to, to <laughs> pad. Oh, yes. Yeah. Start the season. Can I come with you? Well, just stick me in your, in your case. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> Albert Cruz, that's coming with me and carry on, mate. Has anybody seen Albert Cruz? I don't know. He's is gone missing. Is that uh, that Rob Ryan in there? Little man in the in the back of the throat. Uh, man in the box. Yeah, man in the box. Greg, are you going away? Yeah, I'm going to Spain next month. Next month, Paul. I'm going to Bournemouth at the end of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gareth. No. <laughs> No. Buy the car tomorrow. Oh yeah? Oh, what are you getting? Hot salt cavalry. They're still made, aren't they? Do they? Not cavalry. Sorry, Astra. Hot salt Astra. I thought they were cavalry. Estate. What, the new shape? Yes. Don't like them. You can get a fridge in there. <laughs> my my boss did a test drive in an Astra estate. Yeah. And it just so happened to coincide with the day he had a fridge to move. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, so uh, until the next time, uh, this is us taking our summer recess, and we'll be back sometime in late July with another edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. So it's a good night from me. Good, good night. night. Adios from him. Come gather round, people, wherever you roam. And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone Or the times they are changing Writers and critics who prophesize with your pen And keep your eyes wide, the chance won't come again And don't speak too soon, for the wheel's still in spin And there's no telling who that it's naming Was the loser now will be later to win For the times they are a-changing Senators, congressmen, please heed the call Don't stand in the doorway, don't lock up the hall 
Or he that gets hurt will be he who has stalled The battle outside region Will soon shake your windows and rattle your walls For the times they are a-changing Mothers and fathers throughout the land And don't criticize what you can't understand Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command Your old road is rapidly aging Please get out of the new one if you can't lend your hand For the times they are a-changing The line it is drawn, the curse it is cast The slow one now will later be fast As the present now will later be past The order is rapidly fading And the first one now will later be last For the times they are a-changing Music 